in an alliance with I'm just recording but these. There has, <laughs> that's good. That's good. It should be recorded. Uh, so, Father, I thank you, Lord, the Lord says, daughter, that uh, it is going to be, there's open doors for networking and for aligning with those that have the same vision, life vision. And the Lord says, uh, I saw, you know, expand the template pegs. And the Lord says, even some family things, he's touching it and working out. Things have been a concern, even the grief of your heart. The Lord says, because of my covenant for family and my covenant with you, you're going to see a shift in this early year of 2024. And even your health, the Lord says, he's touching your physical body and going into the cellular level to, and even the immune system where the stress has been and the Lord says, speaking, he's speaking and healing it today. The Lord says in Jesus name, amen. You know what? I'm going to go into that. Sometimes where that confusion comes at you, I break that off now in mm. Jesus name. Thank mm. you, Father God, she has a sound mind, the mind of Christ in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I received that. Thank you, Lord. And I just pray right now, Lord, that, um, Oh, this is the word that God's giving me about what we share and what Sharon shares and what Sharon and Bob do is going to be on the tip of people's tongues. And I just see, I actually see birds um, going out with keys. And you gave me this word about birds from Australia dropping seed in America and then um, birds from America dropping seed here. So I just thank you, Lord, that we release um, this 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 word, yes. this, this ministry Lord, into all the places across the earth where it has not yet been seen. And I thank you that you are reactivating all of those um, inner dreams and words that almost you already put the package together so many years ago. And I thank you, Lord, that um, that those I see big doors opening. And I, I thank you, Lord, particularly in the area of corporate businesses where they're going to walk in and there's going to be a new wave. I see people falling over inside boardrooms with the with the authority that carry in the anointing of the Holy Spirit that you you know you walk in the door and they'll just be ready to fall so I thank you Lord that there's just going to be a wave like almost like a just a wave after wave where they go of a new wave and a new refreshing a new wind behind um, what it is that you do so I thank you Lord for that that they're going to get propelled forward um, in every way financially in every way and that even um, inside of those uh, companies and in the business world God that there will be um, there will be new sight new sight and eyes to see in Jesus name amen, amen. okay I'll pause this and start it <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Who Do You Want to Be podcast and I'm excited today to speak to my special, very special guest, uh, Sharon Parks and Sharon is an amazing woman of God who has had so much longevity in the area of healing and deliverance with her husband Bob uh, and, and their ministry Isaiah 62 for Ministries and uh, so welcome, Sharon, to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> so although I've not physically been to Australia, now I'm doing it through Zoom. That's right. That's right. So uh, we, we need to get you here one day because the uh, Aussies need what you have to offer. So uh, I just, uh, I met Sharon, I was over at CI International a year ago on my my seven-week Holy Spirit trip around the States, and I got to meet Sharon uh, Sharon there, and I just was straight away struck by 
um, the purpose of what you do. And so I just thought it'd be really great to have you on here and talk about really this is a signature kingdom brand um, that no one can rep replicate. And it is such an important and needed piece for anyone in business, anyone in life. And Sharon also is, is uh, very prophetic as well. So I just wanted to explore this today with you and ask you some questions about how it all started. So that might be a good that might be a good st starting point. Is how did how did you end up getting started in this area of of healing and and deliverance? Well, um, I had been I moved to Christian International twenty I said twenty thirty four years ago as a widow, and I was raised up here as a prophet and um, or prophetess. Some people say, but I say prophet. <laughs> and um, then the Lord brought my awesome husband, who was also widowed, uh, seven oh. years later. So he's been here twenty seven years. So when I say I've been here thirty four, and they said twenty seven, they go what? It's because we we're uh, that's how long we've been married. And we were trained as church counselors, which is very important to be a counselor. But the Lord in 1999 began to speak to us about deliverance and taking us into the area of healing and deliverance. And I was like, I always say I came kicking and screaming because I'm like, you know, I'm a prophet of God. I don't want to do that because, you know, because of all the scary things I've saw in the area of deliverance, you know, mm. where it seemed like the demons were in control instead of the person, the minister. And so God took us um, and, and launched it. And we came, well, God spoke it to us. And we went to the World Congress on Deliverance with Peter Wagner, Chuck Pierce, and Cindy Jacobs in Colorado. And, you know, and that's where God spoke to us about starting this ministry, came back met with our apostles Tom and my senior pastors, Tom and Jane Hammond. And they said, uh, yes, so we've been waiting for this ministry uh, to, for somebody to spearhead it because they do so much else. They couldn't uh, spearhead it. And that's how it began. Oh, that's awesome. And I feel like you were so ahead of your time. And we were talking earlier about how God already gave you, um, you know, downloads and and processes for even in business um, years ago, which was probably ahead of your time. But now is the time, and people need recognize the need for it. So, Sharon, can you explain a bit more about the deliverance side first? Because I feel like, like you said, you know, people can kind of think this is really weird or this is really scary and and I think people have different weird experiences with that and because it's not understood very well so I'd love to know like what does it look like for you when you, you go into a church or you you work with people what what kind of what ha what sort of happens really well the first thing is to tell them you know we remove all fear and all intimidation and uh, the way the Lord showed us to do it once again, and I shared that with you, we do not come against other deliverance ministers that let them uh, throw up or, or manifest or whatever. And um, but we believe that we have all power, all authority. And I believe if we're going to see deliverance restored to the local church, we need to move in that simplicity of binding the devil and casting him out. And actually, uh, we call it prophetic healing deliverance. PhD is yeah. because. You know, we don't interview, we don't ask questions. We just, instead of prophesying it, we just cast out through the word of knowledge and discernment what God says 
is there and we forbid them to manifest. Now, where people misunderstand when I said that, do I see manifestations? Do they occasionally try to put on a show? Yeah, they do. But we immediately stop, take authority over it and continue on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I think when people sort of, you know, do manifest that they might scream or whatever happens, that can be very confronting and scary for people to to experience. And then it's like, then they shy away from it. But actually what you're doing is really helping people get free of different things. So that brings me to my next question, um, which Hi. is, <laughs> I love that, by the way, everything that you just shared. Uh, I feel like that prophetic healing is so powerful that, you know, people taste and see God is good and they experience something that his love that casts out all fear, doesn't it? And so I love I love that you lead with that. Like it's like you lead with that. And so could you give me some examples of like things that have happened, like especially in the area of I feel like a lot of the people that listen to me, they want to, they really have, they are leaders, they're high performers, they can burn out a lot um and do too much. I know I've experienced that in the past and you know, learning how to get in the rhythm of God and slow down is really hard when you're an A-type personality <laughs> or, you you know, you want to go and you've got all these creative ideas, which is that part of the brain firing off. So have what kind of experiences have you had with people like who are high performers and are doing a lot, but like the burnout or the workaholic? Because I, I asked you that question when we were chatting before and I, I'd really love to know what you think is like at the root of that and how people can overcome it. Right. Um, now we're talking, okay, let's talk about business people or as you said, high achievers. All right. And uh, even my personality, I have to watch, you know, because, you know, in ministry, it's not a business, but you can see because uh, the demand is there. I could probably do deliverance 24 seven hmm. because the need is so great now, but I have to set the limits. Actually, you saw, we just went on a cruise for my husband's 81st birthday. Wow. So I love that at CI, you know, um, Dr. Hammond, his daughter, Sharon, all of us, you know, we look so young for our age. You know? you Holy Spirit, non-surgical facelift, I call it. That's right. That's right. And <laughs> Pastor Sean and Jane, we're all, you know, God's with this fountain of youth, you know, that we have. But, um, but what I see, even for myself, it's a discipline, but also you have to watch that rejection comes in rejection is our worth and value is in what we do or as success okay and yeah. as i said for business people for uh, high performers yes uh god want he gives us the ability to get well deuteronomy 18 right yes. you know the scriptures yes but and we need business people we call it kings and priests uh we used to have a christian national business network and um you know some of that's being revamped in a way um but um we have to understand yes it takes money for the kingdom but if people burn out then then they're not going to be of any value and then the wealth isn't going to come in but i also believe that's why deliverance is important as i said not just for the person but for the business itself mm. to see the both set free so that okay so rejection is one but i also think fear a lot of times people i've talked to that have great wealth or uh entrepreneurs okay is that they started because they came out of poverty yeah okay 
and uh, there's a fear of going back into poverty. Maybe they were raised in poverty. And uh, of course, God, once again, everything our hand touches shall prosper. And, and the Deuteronomy scripture, the ability to get wealth, those are all, you know, scripture. And that's what God wants to do. But we have to watch that the enemy doesn't come in and get us to burn out and sabotage what God has spoken prophetically over us. Yeah, that's so true. And I, I know, like my own story, I we struggled with money from when I was a young kid. And then we had all these setbacks, financially trauma. And then in that place, then God gave me these programs to help people with money and the emotions. But at the same time, I had to terrain myself out of that fear. And it's still, it's always a journey, I think, for all of us, you know, a lifelong journey to stay in that place of peace. But I've always seen God, when you're in that peace, precedes the promotion, right? And it's like getting into that still place with God. It's like then he brings it and you still do the work, but you're not doing it in this place of, of striving and and overworking and I think the overworking thing too it's sort of that slave mentality that even if people are making money this is what I see like people making money but also working extremely hard for the money so there's that end of it where they start to grow but they're still working so hard that it becomes then a, a it becomes an enslaved to it even though okay I'm making more money and this is good and I'm impacting and a lot of them have amazing hearts to impact. But yeah, that's, that's, that's that root, isn't it? Uh, we used to sing a song years and years ago, probably 15, 20 years ago here at Christian National. And it says, uh, I, I ain't making bricks and more for Pharaoh, <laughs> you know, um, and that's why we have to watch. You know, there's a Babylonian spirit. There's the Baal spirit. You know, we won't get into all that because let's keep it simple. But, uh, you know, we have to watch because that uh, spirit of mammon is out there to drive us, you know. So that's why, like I said, deliverance is so important uh, for the individual and for businesses and for ministries. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's that free to to do what God has called us to be, even as I'm blessed to be the director, my husband and I, for Christian National, which is an awesome thing, but uh, of healing and deliverance. But I still have to sit in that chair now and then because I got some family issues. Boy, do I have some family issues. And some things that go on in my life, you know, and, and infirmity, you know, he's tried to, I went blind in 95. I've had cancer, just all kinds of stuff, wow. you know. And um, my children, you know, the spirit of death that's tried to come on my sons and my grandchildren. And so now and then I have to sit in a chair and get set free. So I don't have fear and torment. The word says yeah. fear brings torment. And, you know, part of, of the entrepreneurship and the, uh, you know, the people of influence is that there there's a lot of times not just the Lord, the Holy Spirit just spoke this. It's not just fear. And it's, it's not just the rejection, but sometimes it's even shame, you know, of saying, oh, I, I need help. So yeah. the bishop says there's no shame and getting set free. The shame is staying bound up. That's why I have no problem sitting in that chair and getting my uh, senior pastors, apostles, Tom and Jane, or even sometimes when I'm teaching a class, I'll sit in the chair and say, anything in me not like Jesus, please get rid of it. That's so good, Sharon. I love that you share that because I, I I've noticed this and this God God kind of tapped me about this a number of years ago because it's very easy if you've got giftings to go constantly into your role of coach or pastor or whatever it is, and then people can operate in that and hide what's going on 
inside their own heart because they don't want to be vulnerable. And that vulnerability, the lack of vulnerability really stops you from growing and and building relationships, you know, at, where God wants you. And so I love that you shared that because that humility is what I noticed when I went and met you guys of the leaders. There's a realness there and people need to know that there's time to receive. And this is what I've noticed is a lot of high performers are really good at giving, but not so great at receiving. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yes. I remember years ago we started this ministry. There was a a first nation or native American. I don't know what you call them in Australia, but uh, that uh, we ministered and he wanted to give us money, you know? And uh, so we're like, uh, what, you know, uh, we don't want to take money from you. Um, Anyway, uh, but the Lord told me that was a religious spirit, Uh, you know, in me, you know, that was a mindset. And it's like, that's right, you know, Um, because you said to us, don't steal my blessing. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah, that's really powerful. And and um, so tell me some tell me an example of something that's happened when you've someone's had deliverance because I'm sure that like you then they then see a lot of fruit in their life. So have you got anything that comes to mind where you've I'm sure you've done thousands of different. I know you do conferences, thousands. you train people, you you train people in this ministry as well as doing speaking and conferences and training and equipping in churches as well, don't you? So. I'm wondering if there's anything that comes to mind where you've just seen something happen and then seen somebody's life change. Uh, the one I did in Jacksonville, Florida, because that's the most current, but I actually did a one in Tampa, Florida, where a lady was healed too uh, this summer. But uh, in February in Jacksonville, Florida, which is about five or six hours from here, uh, it was a training weekend. I was doing the Friday night what I usually do in Saturday training and then I usually minister at the church and bring the word of the Lord and prophesy on Sunday so anyways uh at the end of it you know and they had it at a hotel and at the end of it I had seen this young lady she was uh found out she's 21 years old but she was in a wheelchair and all that her long story short the the pastor said can you not pray for her and I went oh sure you know and uh because I seen them I actually almost carry her to the bathroom and back Anyway, she had had uh, convulsions and um, she had neurological damage from the convulsion was in a coma and she had just started at the church, but her care group, life group, I don't know what you call it in Australia, had uh, looking for her because she disappeared for like a month and she found she was in hospital in a coma and they were going to put her in an institution. This young lady was in uh, pharmaceutical school, but her story was she had been in and out of foster care since she was little. So tremendous abuse anytime any kind of abuse physical sexual mental everything horrible and uh, so I think what happened between um the abuse growing up and uh all the the stress of being pharmaceutical school it brought a lot of trauma so I'll go over and I start casting out the spirit of trauma and this and that and all of a sudden she's talking before she talked like a stroke victim and she couldn't walk right and so all of a sudden she starts talking she's a little bit slower but better and better and uh so her um 
adopted mother or whatever caretaker told me about the abuse and and uh she goes uh I used to sing and I, I said if you couldn't be a pharmacist what would you be she goes I would sing and I said you can sing she said yeah she started singing long story short if you see the video on what go way back to February on my Facebook she started singing and the pastor goes well if she could sing let's see if she can walk and her legs legs need to strengthen but she is singing and walking wow. and I'm gonna cry again every time it brings tears to my eyes of how awesome God is how That's faithful amazing. he is that is so and that was because deliverance brings healing wow I love that story and it's like um far greater measure than we can hope or imagine right it's like people yes. might go just this is what I'm sensing God's just saying right now after hearing your story about that lady is that people might come in with small expectations even or not even sure what, what God could do. But I believe that, you know, that, that what we're about to see and we're starting to see is greater than we can hope or imagine in the area of healing and people tasting and saying that he is good. And now that you've actually just shared that story, now I'm curious about, been thinking a lot about this because we do a lot of work with, you know, neuroscience and helping people rewire old beliefs and and God comes in, does some emotional healing and, and as well in that space, um, comes in, he runs the thing. But uh, but when there's a lot of people with being diagnosed with mental health issues like and and autism and Asperger's and you know, all those different um different mental health issues. I'm just curious about with that area of you, because you talked about the neurological and like, look at that story. Have you seen much of that with where people are like suffering from confusion or ADHD, all these different labels that they, they put on, you know, mental health. What have you sort of seen in that, in that space? Well, years ago I was teaching at our school. We used to, have, it's online now, but it used to be in person our um, School of the Holy Spirit or School of the Prophets, actually. Uh, and so the Lord says, I want you to, I was teacher on healing. And the Lord says, well, I want you to bring, because I like, from the start of our ministry, anything I've ever did is simple. It's like, you know, I don't want to make it complicated. When I teach on restoring the land, uh, you know, uh, it's it's got to be simple. You know, just let's make it practical and simple. So anyway, the Lord said, I want you to, just Google this. So I did. And so the front of our brain, if you know neurological, it is our hippocampus. Okay. Yeah. Which, which the memories go through. It's like our filter. And then on the top of the brain, two almond shaped things that are called the amygdala. And that's how I incorporated that in my deliverance because a lot of the trauma well, not a lot. The trauma goes through the hippocampus and then it causes the emotions. And that's what the Lord told me to deal with the trauma. I put my hands on her head and spoke healing to her hippocampus, healing yeah. to the emotion connected with the memory, which was all abuse, right? And um, so that's okay. Sometimes though with um, autism and Asperger's, it can come down genetically through the bloodline. So it's a generational curse. Yeah. So- yeah, but I found out a lot because thus my Breaking the Cycle of Abuse book, How Forgiveness is the Key to Freedom. My story is my late husband, he was 38 when he fell dead in front of me and my son, who was nine at the time. Oh my gosh. But for 17 years of marriage, he tortured and abused my oldest son and I, locked us wow. up and tortured us for days. 
And so I'm, I'm through, that's why I'm such a good deliverance minister. Because yeah, I wow. know you can be set free of those things. Oh my you know? gosh. So I've had, you know, I've had cancer. I had a, a mass on my left breast and went into operate. It was gone. I went blind in 95. Uh, three weeks later, God restored my eyesight. There was no cure for it. So, but I know a lot of it is, I mean, it's all connected. Healing yeah. and deliverance are connected. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And what was the name of that book again? Do you mind holding that up again so okay. that people catch it? So Breaking the Cycle of Abuse, How Forgiveness is a Key to Freedom by Sharon Park. So that is that is a really powerful testimony, Sharon. And I love, you know, how he, it's beauty for ashes, right? He walks us through things that then we then, he creates something out of it that's so wonderful and you have authority because you've overcome. What a story. I didn't know that about your story. <laughs> and and so um, I'd love you to share. I know you have a couple of other books there as well, and I feel like it's a good time to just share those because while we're on the roll with the books, so make your faith bigger than your fears. And what's that one about, Sharon? This one has a whole chapter on trauma. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. And it talks about the Magdalene and all that. But um, the reason I, okay, I wrote this book when I got COVID. <laughs> oh, wow. And, yeah. Oh, I want to say this book, was written because I told you, I personally don't like to write, but God says, do it. And I do it. And actually Bishop Hammond says, you need to write. It was a Wednesday night. He administered, come off the platform. says, you need to write a book on forgiveness. I said, Bishop, there's like a thousand books. He goes, you need to write it. And that's what I did. I talk about in this, I studied uh, 10 top universities in the US of how we have unforgiveness that affects our physical body. Now, oh, wow. this is kind of my favorite book though. Okay. Uh, so, so I got an award. I get these words like write a God says write a book on, and that's why I do it because I'm going to be obedient even though I don't like to do it. And so I got in the word about writing a book on fear. One of my greatest um, things that I have been delivered of and have to resist is the spirit of fear. Mm. All three of my sons have died but come back. Wow. Oldest son had a flesh eating disease in 209. We opened a healing center in Canada and Prince Edward Island. And my son almost died for a month as his flesh eating disease, you know, was wow. uh, eating him up. And then he went septic. And, you know, it was a real battle for almost a month, you know, so fear, fear, fear. And then in 2017, my middle son, Daniel, died twice in one day with something called sudden death cardiac arrest. Oh my gosh. And when he died the second time, they said they couldn't get him back. And I said, oh, yes, you can. I stood outside the ICU room and, and I don't know what all I said, but I, you know, I, I spoke to him in spirit and I, I said, you might see Jesus. It might be wonderful, but you have a baby on the way because he already had a couple of children. He has four now. And I said, I'm calling you back to life. And my son lived, you know, uh, he has a defibrillator, but he did live. And my youngest son has struggled with uh, suicide wow. and depression. It all came out later on in li his life that he was abused as a child. And we won't go into all that in case he ever sees us. But anyway, in 2019 was the worst. It was about the fourth time through the years he tried suicide. And it was in Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, he was on life support for almost seven days. And they mm -hmm. said he wasn't going to make it. But I just, I flew to Baltimore and I filled the room with praise and worship. And I would anoint my son's head and his feet. And I'd say, Jesus loves you so much. And Kevin, I'm calling you back to life also. And I said, you just don't, 
father just loves you. Jesus just pouring love into you. And and that was that. <laughs> so oh, Sharon, you've got such a I mean, I feel like that sounds your life sounds like a, a mo it could be a movie. <laughs> I said I could probably do a Maybe movie that's that prophetic. <laughs> and I watched that movie Breakthrough, you know, where the boy fell through the eyes. I go, I'm not comparing war stories, but I got so much worse that I've been through. Oh my gosh. God. I saw God miraculously come through every time. But, I, it, you know, uh, I have a whole chapter on love, not fear, and, and God is keeping our children all about covenant. But Daniel's miracle is in there, okay? And about standing, contending for our faith, trauma leaves a residue of fear is one chapter, okay? And talked about the spirit of fear, but I also have a chapter on vain imagination, Oh. And, you know, on, there's actually 14 chapters in it about fear compromising our immune system and all that, because this is the spirit I have to resist because of the trauma I've been through. I've been delivered a trauma. That's when God took me through with Kevin when I was there, began to speak to me about the spirit of trauma. Wow. You know? You've been very, it's been very, it sounds like you've been down to the very deepest roots in your personal life, but also it's very targeted and very specific and very deep knowledge and wisdom in those areas. It's not surface, it's lived and it's proven. Yes. It's really proven, isn't it? Like I just yeah. keep getting the word redemption. It's like your whole life has been like redemption of all these things that you've just shared. I thank you so much for sharing all that. I just know that there's people I know of people, you know, that we've worked with or that have struggled a lot with past trauma um, and with fear around money and also for their children. Because when you said about the COVID, I think I've seen this and I, I've seen it with a lot of the young people too. After, especially here with the lockdowns was so intense, right? It was crazy, ridiculous. And I feel like the post traumatic the trauma of the those lockdowns and the COVID fear and all the rest of it have impacted so many people and so many young people so I would just love it would you mind praying because there are a couple of things all those things I just mentioned but also even about the physical healing um of your of your sight and uh, I actually felt well I'm actually blind in one eye but I've had prayer for it and I know God's going to heal it one day but I know that there are people listening that will also I feel like that's he highlighted that but also the trauma and also just the I don't know I'll just I would just love you to just pray over whoever's listening um, because I just know that there's so much authority and I really believe that as people even listen um, and read your book that they're gonna there's gonna be redemption on their life yeah. and I can't imagine what you what you've gone through as a mother as a grandmother and I just love I love how you're such a go-getter Sharon I just see you've got you've got the fire in your belly uh still and you are younger than your years and you've got so much to teach us like this oh, so, so I'm 70 <laughs> yeah I know I'm sure I didn't think you were 80 <laughs> but you still you know very young and you have so much still to pour out um that the generations and I love that you're equipping people to do this ministry and I, I would highly recommend if anyone feels called to this particular area to get in touch with you guys 
Uh, and yeah, so maybe we could start with where can people find you and then finish off with a prayer um, because okay. that would be nice to end off with a prayer. But so you're on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a website, but uh, through the years, different websites and then they drop it and they have to do it again. So I went with, I don't know who I have now, but anyway, cause you have to go with the domain and then you go with the host. And anyway, I think my host last year dropped me and I have auto debit and I don't know what oh. they did, but anyway, so then I went with the, the one and uh, it was so funny. It, they just kept messing up. And I think it was, um, different country and it was the interpretation and the you know <laughs> not whatever so I'm not crazy about that so the best thing for me um I believe and I'm going to pull it up on mine is um to go to our webs I mean I'm sorry Facebook and yep. it looks like this and it says Bob and Sharon Parks okay and it's Bob and then an N and Sharon Parks. Okay. And we'll drop yeah. that link as well in when we share, we'll share this on our podcast and we'll, yeah. we'll drop this in our Facebook group, uh, in our Dream Drivers Movement group. So people can see this, but, uh, and share it with you guys. But so that's great. People and can find you there. Yeah, an email to is Isaiah624 at AOL.com. I still am old school AOL. No, I have a Gmail for the ministry, but I like AOL best. Ah, so that's fine. And so over the next year, you'll be doing more, um, you know, conferences and training in churches and that type of thing. And then yeah. ministry as it comes up. So you go all over. I know you go all over the place. Um, yeah, I'm actually been flying be on planes all the time. Yes, all the time, all the time. So <laughs> even Lithuania. Is oh, wow. Way. That's amazing. How What an extraordinary life you've lived. I think it's yeah. amazing. and. I, I am so struck by all of you guys at CI International that you're all you've all written books, you've all led, you know, led ministries. You you are such an example of bringing the kingdom, and in a really practical way too. You're doing it. You're not just talking about it uh, at church every week. You're actually living entrepreneurially, creatively, uh, and getting out there and just you know really uh, sharing what God has given you, the gifts that he's given you in a very profound and mature way. And I I, I think I, I that's why I've so fallen in love with all you guys there because I see the richness and the depth that you have, that you carry. And I know that that is something that we all need and we all need to learn from. So thank you so much. We'll have to get you back again next year. Uh, and we'll, we'll definitely put this up uh, in, in the new year and get it out there. Uh, on our podcast but um thank you so much for coming on and i'd love for you to pray finish with a prayer because you're just absolutely darling i can't wait to get over there and see you guys again i'm like okay when am i going back god um because and who's home because we all travel so much you know yeah well i accidentally landed there um god had told me what date to go and what date to come ah. here, right but I accidentally ended up there the day of your Prophets and Apostles Conference, not even knowing that you were doing it. I just happened to that yeah. when they told me to go, ended up there that day. And I didn't, I had wasn't able to stay the whole time, but it was so powerful, just even the first night. Um, but I know you're all there then, so that might be a good time to come back. Um, but yeah, if you wouldn't mind praying. And is there anything else you wanted to share before you pray? Well, just that uh, deliverance is so important. Being from a prophetic ministry, 
uh, with CI. Uh, it's very important, I believe, in order to fulfill your destiny, you have to be set free. That's why deliverance and and the prophetic go hand in hand. We call it PhD, prophetic healing deliverance, because we're moving the gifts to cast it out. But it's also, you know, there's a, a devil sitting at the door to, to, you know, come against your business, to come against your family, to, to stop what God wants to do in our lives, right? And yeah. there's nothing like freedom. Actually, one of my books, it could be the, the forgiveness book or the passport to freedom. One of the ones, um, my last couple of lines are this, you know, you devil, you tried to kill me and destroy me. Right. And I say, how do you like me now? <laughs> I get to go to the nations of the world and not only cast you out, but to train and equip the body of Christ to do the same. Ah, uh, good on you, mate. Good on you. It's like a one-two yeah. punch, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody's yeah. gonna mess with you, man. You, you, you got the goods, baby. You're like, I'm like, that's it. Empty the room, people. She's coming with the anointing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, lock the back door. She's, it's happening. So, and I, I, um, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, Bob as well when I come over. But yeah, let's finish. Yeah. Um, I'll just. Yeah, love you to pray. The next time I'll put him on too. He was just yeah. doing a little something. And I said, oh, he goes, is it you? And I think it's just me. But anyway. Oh, no, on. I would have had any of oh. you. You oh, can bring the yeah. dog if you want. That's <laughs> I've got my here. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, let's so, get okay, so Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to pray. So, Father, I thank you for those that are going to see this uh, live uh, cast, Lord God, this interview, Lord God, that it quickens in their spirit, Lord God, uh, excitement and expectation. And, Father, I thank you that your word says, Mark 16, 17, these signs shall follow those who believe, Father God that we are supposed to be casting out devils, Lord God. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, as they get free, they're able to do and go. Father God, Isaiah 26, 3, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Father, you keep us in perfect peace as we get free because freedom, Lord God, is our portion. When you hung on that cross at Calvary, it wasn't just for salvation, but it was for healing and deliverance also. So I thank you, Father God, that uh, the, where they have seen things that seemed a little scary, that seemed a little like Hollywood deliverance, Lord God, that Father, in your word, you told the demons to be quiet and come on out, Lord God. And we had that same authority within us to silence the enemy and tell him to go and he must go. And I thank you, Father God, that even prosperity and health comes as we are set free. Even things in the generations, Father, there's robbery spirits, those spirits of poverty and lack that have been assigned, Father God. Right now, I break them off generationally. They have no right to the children of God. Father, they have to give back so much more than they stole. Father, just like David at Ziglag, Lord God, he got back so much, he was able to disperse it to others. I thank you, Father God, for those who you put the entrepreneur on, that you've put that, that anointing and even the business anointing, Lord God, that the, the money is coming for the kingdom, is coming for their household, but so much more that they could give to others, Father. And I thank you for that. And once again, I just uh, bless Louise, Lord God, and even the contacts that she has, Father, to see the kingdom come forth like it's supposed to and the wealth of the wicked stored up for the righteous, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. What a beautiful okay. prayer. And I even felt as you were praying, Sharon, that 
um, when you spoke about the robbery spirit, that there are people that have had contracts um, not fulfilled or been cut into. So I just concur and agree with that prayer that anyone who's had a contract that has been broken, not through their own fault, that they've been robbed in the area of, of agreements, uh, even yes. with jobs that they were supposed to get or be paid for or for contracts that, that people had signed and didn't honour. I just pray over that, agree, come into agreement. Yes. What you just pray. Breaking delay off of it in yes. Jesus. In Jesus' name, all delay broken, even mm. for you, Louise. Yes, yes, mm. in Thank Jesus' you, name. Everything that's been held up right now, you must release it, devil, in Jesus' name. Amen. It says when the thief has been found out, he has to give back. Last year, my word was not just restoration, which puts means putting things back in original form, but restitution, which means getting back more than you lost. And wow. there's a legal term called replevin, which means it's a legal term that the enemy has to give back what he's stolen illegally. So wow. all those things. So I prophesied that over the people that have watched this as they watch this, that rest, that it's restoring and there's restitution and replevin, R-E-P-L-E-V-I-N, a legal term. <laughs> that is so great. I received that and I'm sure other people will. And that was like a bonus extra oil but they're right there at the end i was going to ask you how to spell it and you did it before i even asked you so replevin i'm going to look that up you you you're just amazing i'm so blessed to have had you i feel so privileged and uh so i hope everybody i know that everyone will enjoy this and go and um follow um sharon and bob bob and sharon parks on facebook and you can grab their books. I'm sure you have those on your Facebook page or if you want to connect with well, them. Actually, no, it's on Amazon. Everybody's oh, okay, on Amazon. and Or Christian International. Oh, Christian <laughs> International. And if you want to connect with them to have them come and minister at your church or uh, anywhere really, business, church, um, get in touch with them because these, these guys are just amazing. So we'll, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. So let me just... Amen. All right.